Welcome to Running It Back. We're excited. We're over the moon with the NBA Finals 2020. It's actually happening. Uh, we thought the bubble might pop, but it looks like the bubble will continue to flow and flourish and do all the good things that healthy bubbles do. Tarlin Ray, how excited are you for the NBA Finals, uh, which are about to begin? We're taping this right before game one. So, so how excited? Minutes before game one, I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah. It's actually interesting. We'll see how this comes out. But we often find that in our prep, we should probably just record our prep. That could be our show versus That's whatever true. we're about to say. That's true. <laughs> but true. I'm super excited about the finals. <laughs> exactly. And Glad to be here. And as you see the news with Tennessee Titans, mm-hmm. several other players uh, have mm-hmm. COVID, mm-hmm. may have to postpone games. Um, yeah. Uh, you gotta, you gotta be impressed by the way the NBA is running a tight ship. Yeah, they even survived Lou Williams getting uh, chicken wings. Chicken at, wing, chicken wing, Lou. Yeah, yeah, all those things. But, uh, but we wanted to talk about these matchups, the players. There's a lot of talk about the your best player. A lot of talk about the best player, the best two players on the court frequently win. So when you had Jordan and Scottie Pippen, they were dominant. A bunch of shows about the the Last Dance, which will be released very shortly. And then, yeah, it's exciting. I know that's just <laughs> exciting. I want to that's, that's, that's exciting. And then and on the other side, who's their best player? Jimmy Buckets, probably, but they got a lot of depth on Miami. And is it about your best player? Is it about your role players? Is it about your unsung heroes, your bench players? There's a lot of things to run it back to. We got a bit of a lightning round scenario here because we don't have a ton of time. So where do you want to start? What do you want to? So start? you would think it's immediately a mismatch. Everyone said that the Lakers are going to win. Mm-hmm. Lakers are the number two seed across the whole league. Yeah. Lakers, if you look at their roster, just doing a quick math, they have 26 finals between all the players on that team, 10 yeah. championships. Mm-hmm. Granted, LeBron, and this is not including this year's final. So this right. LeBron is at nine. Mm-hmm. If you look over the Heat ledger, you yeah. only have 10 total finals in wait, six. Wait. Heath Ledger? You mean the Joe? Oh, that's Heath Ledger. I'm sorry. I, 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 <laughs> no. I misheard no. you. No. Uh, <laughs> the championships are between two guys. Udonis Haslin, who has not sniffed the court and doesn't play. So we'll, well talk about just to be guy. clear, I think I might have seen him sniffing the court, but he hasn't actually he seen any play. playing right, time. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then Andrea Godala, yeah. who is playing in his six straight finals, which is yeah. crazy to mm-hmm. think about. Mm-hmm. So if you would think that it's going to be total domination, but I'm so enamored with the heat. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things. One is some of the guys they have on the roster, as they're trying to just doing some quick math, could they be in the championship? Could they be in the finals? There are guys who've been in the league like one to two years that are getting meaningful minutes. Yes. Tyler Hero. Yeah. Bam. Duncan Robinson. Kendrick Nunn, who right. was a top three in rookie of the year, who is not playing as much in the finals. You got that. And then you got the mercurial Jimmy Butler, who yes. no one wanted. Right. right. Apparently, he's selling a lot of coffee, too. Like, he's got a coffee business it, that he's running in the bubble. Yeah, which is a whole other dimension. Yeah. Yes. If, if Rondo's brother is overseeing all the cuts, Jimmy right. Butler has his own. He, <laughs> well, and I, and I have seen the ads he the where he's been viewing it as a business trip. Of course. You know, where, you know, and he's, from, he's in Miami. Like, it's not far to go to Orlando, almost a little home court advantage. They at least they could probably stay at home periodically. It's not a long drive. Business trip, sleeping on the pullout cot, which is strange couch yeah. instead of sleeping in the bed. It's, yeah. it's interesting, but yeah. it goes to someone that wasn't wanted. And it's just amazing to think about how culture, mm. how a, the way the team operates and putting 
individuals in the right environment how they can excel and yeah. succeed. Yeah, so, and, and I would also say that when you can't talk about that culture without talking about Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra, and you didn't count Spo in your chip count there, but, but I, I believe if I'm doing my math right, he has two plus one as an assistant. So 2000. Yeah, so I, I, it's 13 with eight total. I, I did start looking at the coaches. So okay. 13 and he had two chips. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then was he an assistant in 2006? Just as a correction for our avid listeners, I was incorrect last episode in our scenario show. I did say that the, the Heat won in 2004. In fact, they won in 2006, beating the, the Mavericks. First of uh, two matchups, Heat Mavs, who knew? But in 2004 was when the Pistons heroically dismantled the, the Los Angeles Lakers who were going for the four-peat, which, which is Bill Russell material, which is a whole other story. So, yeah, so good thing we got that cleared up. Uh, hey, thank you. Yeah, so, yeah. So I, know, I, do I, give, I do give a lot of credit to Spo. I actually don't know if he was just – he was a video coordinator back then. I know yeah. he, he's been in the heat – family for a very long time but you got to think about Spo and you got to think about Riley mm-hmm. on the other side people have panned Magic Johnson because prior to him leaving as a GM the way he was building a team around LeBron now he did not give him any shooters mm-hmm. but in his first year he said he looked at the playoffs and he was going after guys that were did well in the playoffs yeah so he one of the people he targeted was playoff Rondo yeah not a regular season Rondo right playoff Rondo he is, he is probably one of the more dominant players you'll see on the court. Right. His, his assists go up, big-time rebounds, yeah. all of a sudden he's scoring. Although I have heard – have you heard the whole Scotty Pippen thing now where he's saying this isn't really NBA playoff basketball. It's something different because it's in the bubble. So the asterisk crew is starting to come in to say a lot of it is going to be dependent on the team you're able to assemble, who shows up, who doesn't. And, uh, and even Avery Bradley choosing not to big play. loss for us, big loss for you, but also a big opportunity for playoff Rondo to say, he also seems like he's healthy, but, uh, but there's an opportunity for those guys to say, this is the team that we're going to battle with. This is our opportunity to get another chip. Dwight Howard hasn't won a chip, right? Like he's never won a championship. He's not. He lost in the, lost in the finals. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, uh, you only get so many shots. We'll do our Hamilton show later on but but like these guys later on in their careers they don't want to throw away their shot this is it's go time it is but i want to juxtapose what we talked about on the miami side yeah the lakers you've had a lot of guys and this goes to experience but have had to have gone through these battles have made it to the finals yeah and because there's such a pecking order the Dwight Howards of the world who famously butthead, butted heads with Kobe when he was on the Lakers is just playing his role. Right. The Rondos, I would say maybe agree a little bit Pippen because these guys are shooting free and clear without right. having uh, being in same in, gym, same in, rims. In enemy territory. Mm-hmm. But playoff Rondo had that moniker before he was in the bubble. Look For at sure. his stats. Mm-hmm. Look at what he did when he was on the New Orleans. Yeah. In those years, like he truly becomes a triple-double waiting to happen. Yeah. So, although, although just on the Laker front, I do want to add, you do have uh, JaVale McGee's intangibles on your bench, which is, I think because he's just so, his spirit is so infectious. I think he's made 
Dwight Howard fit a little bit better because they're both backing up AD and or allowing for matchups with AD. So I think there is some good fortune around the chemistry of that team. And you got to say, it looks like Frank Vogel, although really LeBron, have done a nice job together allowing the chemistry to cohere on the, on the Lakers side because Howard and Rondo are veterans, but they're also they're kind of redemption stories in the way that J- Jimmy Buckets is too. Like they're, they haven't always been, uh, they're also mercurial. T- the, today's word is mercurial. They're also like, <laughs> we're going to ask the, we're going to ask really spell yeah, it. Yeah. All that. <laughs> but, um, but I wouldn't give Vogel short shrift because listen, he is a guy that went to the Eastern conference finals with the Indiana Pacers and guess who he lost to in seven games, six games, LeBron James. Now, he had another stand with Orlando, then go as well. I think that he is not getting enough credit, mm-hmm. making calls, moving Howard into the starting lineup, Yep, listening potentially a little bit to the stats and playing Caruso in crunch, crunch minutes when you're like, why would Alex Caruso be on the floor? Though it's an interesting, as you even look at the coaches, you have one guy who was crushed in his, when he thought he had his best Eastern Conference team by LeBron, and now he's trying to get a championship with him. And another guy who some would say – is only a great coach because he had LeBron, Wade, and Bosh. But yeah. since he's left, Spolstra always has his team at 44 and 38, 42 and 42 without getting the top-notch yeah. um, free agents. So I love right. this year because Gordon ha- Hayward didn't go to Miami. Yeah. He didn't have some of the other guys looking Miami. And he has Jimmy Butler, who is a top 15 player, maybe top 20, yeah. and just a bunch of other guys playing their role. So right. – What's going to be a struggle for me is I'm going to be rooting for that underdog team. Guys who weren't the top, aren't uh, first team NBA. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I want the Lakers to crush them in four. Yeah, in four. You're saying four. I was expecting. I said I want. Okay. That's not your prediction. This is your hope. No, I think it's going to go six. Okay, I'm thinking another gentleman sweep. I think it's the equivalent of Moses Malone. Moses, he, Moses. I have to fo fo fo. I think this is uh, I think this is LeBron James five five five. It's it's gentleman sweep, gentleman sweep, gentleman sweep. I just think Miami's tough. Their depth is tricky. Like they're deep. They they have. We wanted to talk about Andre Iguodala. They got Iggy coming off the bench. They got uh, they got Hero Duncan Robinson. Crowder is starting, but like they have a lot of good chemistry amongst the role players you were describing them. It's almost like it's the role players team as opposed to the Lakers. I think Vogel has to do a lot of work for it not to be just LeBron's team or just LeBron and AD's team. I think it takes a little more work to do that, whereas it does feel like just look at the roster. Miami can't help but do it. Dragic is 35. Your point guard's 35 years old. He's with a huge knee brace. Every time he runs, I'm like, is he okay? Yeah. And then he drops another three. So I think you're making a great point. We will look at the box score, and if LeBron and AD don't score 30, we're done. Mm -hmm. If you look at Miami's box score, you're just going to see five to six guys in double figures, and Jimmy Butler often will not be the guy who's leading the team in scoring. Right, and hero in the, the hero ball game. And by the way, we did say we were going to talk about, so did you ever know that you're my hero? We need a hero. That's a, those at least. There's two. Hit us at Running It Back FM on Twitter. Any bad music with hero in it. With hero in it. But we saw a hero ball that will forever be remembered as the hero game. 37 points. Like, he could erupt like that. Dragic can't erupt like that. Like, a lot of these players, besides Jimmy Buckets, 
who still hasn't really had – what's his top point total so far, 25? He's, he's not really scoring – it's just, he's yeah, one one thirty point one thirty point game. I think it'd be a closeout game, even maybe. But uh, but you know, I, I wanna, can, I, can I leave the can I leave our fans, our listeners, of one last thought? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Counting just the the number the colleges and looking at where these players have come from, Kentucky has four players. Uh, four players on the court. You mean uh, Calipari University? Calipari University. Yes. I'm not a huge fan. I believe that. See you later. Calipari University. <laughs> scholar athletes. But since 2010, Calipari has John Wall, Anthony Davis, Carl Anthony Towns, Bam, Devin Booker, Shea Gilgis Alexander, and someone named Tyler Hero. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the, you got Rajon Rondo going to be playing mm-hmm. this game. Yeah. You got Hero. So just think about that for a moment. Then, by the way, Arizona and Marquette are being represented as well. But mm-hmm. I just want to, draw a line between there's going to be great talent on the floor. And even though I don't think he's an X and O's guy, I got to give a little credit to Calipari's ability to see people, even oh, though yeah. he may not to show it in, the, in college level, mm-hmm. he's able to see real talent. He's, he's able to scout them and then recruit them like really nice training facilities. Like there's a lot and going say, on there. You've had a year now. It's time for you to time, go. You you, you're still around. You're still here? I don't know well, what to I, do with you. I've already recruited over you. I didn't yeah, know yeah. you Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll try to get as many of these uh, quick hits in throughout the playoffs as we – playoffs? Throughout the playoffs. Playoffs. Because there's so many lessons to learn. It's also crazy. Sports of Palooza every night. There's so many games across, across sports. But, but right now, nothing really can compete with the NBA Finals in terms of the drama. And, and it is an underdog David and Goliath scenario here. We'll see if Jimmy Buckets and crew have their slingshot ready because uh, they got to take that, take that giant down. And then if they can't, we got to start talking about LeBron's legacy because that becomes uh, – that's championship number four with the third team. A unique track record. We'll have to see are there any – any analogies anyone to compare him to in terms of his background? Uh, and then obviously folks will start talking greatest of all time. Let's not get out ahead of ourselves. Game one tonight. <laughs> Game one tonight. Yeah. AAD erupt and please, Bam, don't guard him. Don't Bam? Him. Is it the Bam? Adubato coming out party. Who knows? We're going to keep watching. Thanks as always for listening. We'll keep running it back here on Running It Back. <laughs> <laughs>